السلام عليك زين الأنبياء السلام عليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين My name is Qasim Hatim with the Mahrab Foundation and it is an honor and blessing to begin this program of Isra' wal Mi'raj, the night ascension and journey of the Prophet Muhammad uh, with the Maqasid organization and all the people involved. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless and reward all of you. Jazakumullah khair. Alhamdulillah, I wanted to begin first talking about the blessed month of Rajab. And this is considered one of the Ashur al-Huram, the inviolable months, uh, which are sacred in Islam. There are four total. Uh, Rajab stands alone, and then there is the Al-Qa'ada, the Al-Hijjah, and Muharram, which are the three consecutive ones. Uh, when this month entered, the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu would say, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa billaghna Ramadan. O oh Allah, bless us in the month of Rajab and Sha'ban and enable us to reach the month of Ramadan. Uh, it is said that in the month of Rajab that the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu parents, Amina and Abdullah, uh, were married and that in this month that uh, Amina was also pregnant with the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu uh, There's a difference of opinion but uh, many scholars say that in the 27th night of Rajab is when the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu made the Isra' al-Mi'raj journey uh, where he ascended to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, and that is considered the greatest night in the right of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu because of that experience, uh, but the greatest night for the Ummah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu his followers, is the night he was born, uh, shortly before Fajr, because because of that night, uh, we know about Isra al Miraj. Because of that night, we know about heaven and hell, we know about the Akhirah, we know about uh, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. we know about Islam, all because of the message of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu due obviously to his birth. So Alhamdulillah, this is a month of istighfar, which is highly encouraged. Uh, and one of the ones you can say is, Oh Allah, forgive me. Oh Allah, have mercy upon me and accept my repentance as much as you can throughout this month. So Alhamdulillah, we'll, we'll start with the context, the background of what occurs with the Prophet Muhammad before he actually goes on the Isra' wa Mi'raj journey. And... Uh, we will take you back to when the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, uh, was in Mecca and after his, you know, about the seventh year after he uh, begins his mission, his Bi'tha, and he tries to call people to Islam. And so you see this, that uh, Islam starts to spread. And uh, when this occurs and there's influence and so forth, that the Quraysh, the Mushrikeen, the polytheists of Mecca, have an embargo uh, upon the Muslims. They boycott them. They wouldn't allow them to marry. They wouldn't allow them to buy and sell. It was very hard times for them. Uh, and during this time, some of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum resorted to eating leaves off trees. Um, they would eat bark uh, off of trees. They would eat the hides of leather because they had no food. And it was very difficult. This was in the, in the Shi'ab of Abi Talib, uh, the area, the, the canyon area of Abu Talib. And this is uh, what shortly uh, follows that. So this is about two harsh years. Uh, and then around the 10th year of his mission, 
the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, after being a messenger and prophet, uh, Abu Talib, his uh, uncle, dies, his paternal uncle. And he took care of him, he raised him, he protected him. And the Prophet Muhammad was very sad uh, and grief-stricken at the death of his uncle. And then about three days later, his most beloved wife, Khadija anha, passes away, uh, and which adds to his pain, it adds to his sorrow. And this is a very difficult year called Am al-Huzn, the year of sadness. Um, and it's after this that the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, uh, he goes to, uh, you know, he departs from Mecca uh, to present himself to the different tribes during the Hajj season uh, because he wants to call them and invite them to Islam and hoping that they will spread the message, uh, inshallah, through that. Uh, but then in this call of da'wah, he was rejected, uh, he was insulted, uh, and he still persevered in trying to bring people to Islam. In fact, he would go through the market, وسلم, and he would say, قولوا, la ilaha, la Say, there's no God except for Allah, and you shall be successful. So then he goes to the city of Ta'if, uh, calling its people to the oneness of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, and they responded offensively. Uh, they send their, at that time, their slaves or foolish people, and they insult him as well, and then pelt him with stones. And they do this repetitively until the Prophet Muhammad uh, had blood uh, on his feet that actually came down his body and covered his feet. Um, and Zayd ibn Haritha, who was with him, uh, used his own body as a shield to protect the Prophet Muhammad but uh, he was actually wounded in his head because of the stones that were thrown at the Prophet Muhammad So you see the love that Zayd ibn Haritha had for him in defending the Prophet Muhammad with his own life and even getting injured in the process. Um, so the Prophet Muhammad he continues to proceed this way uh, and he does not actually gain, regain full consciousness after, until after two days at Qanath Alib near Arafat. Uh, and in this, at this time, he makes uh, his famous dua uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, you know, because who does he turn to? He's, been, he's injured, he's hurt, he's bleeding, he's rejected, he's insulted. He has reached one of the lowest, or one of, what outwardly seemed was one of the lowest or hardest points the Prophet Muhammad ever re reached in his life. And so what does he do at this moment is he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and begs Allah, you know, ask Allah, complains to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this famous dua. So I want to read that to you, inshallah, in the Arabic. He says, uh, the translation of that is, uh, O oh Allah, uh, to you I complain of my weakness and lack of resources and my humiliation before mankind. You are the most merciful of those who show mercy. You are the Lord of the weak and you are my Lord. To whom do you entrust me? To someone distant that attacks me or to an enemy that you gave con him control over my affairs. If you are not angry with me, then I do not care. But your protection is much better and more ample for me. I seek protection in your light, uh, in the light of your countenance, which illuminates the darkness and through which all affairs in this life and in the hereafter become right. May it, uh, never, uh, may it never that I should incur your wrath or that you should be displeased with me. I will appeal to you till you are pleased with me. There is no power and there is no might except 
through you, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that obviously a very beautiful dua of the Prophet Muhammad And when he makes this, Allah answers. And so then Jibreel alayhi salam, he comes down with the angel of the mountain. So this angel of the mountain, this is called the Akhshabain, the two mountains on the side of Mecca. And uh, the angel, the, the Akhshabain is Abu Qais and also Qay'u'qi'an. Yes, Qay'u'qi'an is the other name of the mountain. And basically both of them uh, uh, come, the angel from the mountains comes and he, he says to the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, do you want me to take the two mountains and smash everyone in between? Uh, and basically destroying him. And the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu was vengeant. Uh, if he wanted retribution, if he was angry at what they did for their persecution, their oppression, and the harm, he would have easily said, yes, do it. Destroy all my enemies. Look what they did to me. But being... Uh, as Allah says, I have not sent you except a mercy to the worlds, the world of the jinn, the human, the angels, everything other than Allah. The Prophet Muhammad was sent as the universal mercy. So what does he say instead? Instead of that, he says, La. He says, Nay, I hope Allah brings forth from their loins those who worship Allah alone, not associating anything with him. And that's actually what happens is later on the people of Ta'if come to the Prophet Muhammad as believers because of that mercy that he shows them. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praises him وسلم, in the Quran, he says, And truly you, Muhammad وسلم, are upon a tremendous character. This is a character he showed where when people were uh, harming him and hurting him and even attempting to kill him in some cases, he responds with love. He, the good deed and the bad deed are not the same. Respond in that which is best. And the Prophet Muhammad responds with mercy and through his, his character, his mannerisms, his interactions, his da'wah, calling, inviting people upon Islam in this manner, those people end up becoming Muslim, inshallah, and then saved from the hellfire and entering into paradise, uh, which was the greatest outcome of this whole thing. So when we look at the lessons of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Allah preparing him, teaching him, educating, tarbiyat, purifying him, spiritually rearing him to go through this difficult process where he goes to that year of sadness, he gets rejected, he gets harmed, he gets pelted, and then Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he gets to this point where you might think this is a, as hard as it's going to get, and then Allah raises him. Allah raises him uh, in the Isra' and Ma'rat, the night journey and ascension, to go through this wonderful uh, experience where he uh, uh, goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he wants to soften our hearts. He wants to break our hearts break us down only to, in a good way, only to build us back up so that we are stronger and better than we were before. This is a form of purification and, and spiritual upbringing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does to ascend us, to elevate us in nearness to Him. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says in a hadith, If Allah loves the people, He tries them. The more that Allah loves you is a sign, that, or the more that Allah tries you is a sign that, that Allah loves you. Right, and so he says, "Sallallahu alaihi wasallam, al-amthar, The most tried people in history were the prophets and those who are like them and those who are like them. That if Allah Subhanahu tests you with calamities, afflictions, tribulations, COVID nineteen, uh, death of loved ones, financial stress, natural disasters, all these things is a form of." purification because Allah loves you and wants to bring you closer to Him. There's forgiveness of sins. 
The believer is not pricked with a thorn except that, that he or she is, receives reward. There, so there's reward that's given. There's forgiveness of sins. There's elevation and ascension nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, with difficulty comes ease. And this is two definites followed by an indefinite. So two definites followed by two indefinites, which means that it means one definite and two indefinite. So with every one difficulty comes two eases, is what the ulama say this ayah in the Quran means. And so when we go through these difficulties in life and challenges, inshallah, there will be uh, you know light at the end of the tunnel. We have hope in Allah's mercy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will use that as a means to get closer to Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Allah does this, this is our own mi'raj. Allah wants us to ascend in nearness to Him. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the tawfiq uh, to follow the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu May Allah love us. May Allah honor us. May Allah raise us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us our own mi'raj. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us sabr jameel, patience, uh, a beautiful patience in dealing with calamities and tribulations. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us Jennifer Dose. Allah love us, honor us, raise us in the company of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, gazing upon his noble countenance. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.